Due to copyright concerns, please enjoy a reenactment of a snippet from the trailer for the movie Last Christmas from 2019. You again? What do you mean again? Did you follow me here? Are elves always so cynical? Yes, relentlessly. These are dark times. I'm Tom. Kate. Fade out before the Last Christmas lyrics kick in. Uh, okay, so hopefully you enjoyed our rendition of the trailer because we realized rather late that we couldn't use it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want the episode to be taken down. Yeah, uh, copyright infringement and all of that. Well, so. you know, I mean, the trailer has the song throughout, like, right I, right when they start. I think it's very clear right when we wanted to use the snippet that that's where the music came in. And right. it was just so, you can't not know that song. Right. So, I, you know, just just... <laughs> because we want to make sure that you you're able to hear this whole episode the way we intended and if you like it maybe we'll just keep doing these reenactments <laughs> anyway uh hello and welcome <laughs> to another episode of the forever fangirls podcast i am sheila amato and you can find me and my wife on our website at foreverfangirls.com and i am kimberly amato and you can also find us on twitter facebook and instagram at forever fan pod pod what? Same handle, three socials. Socials. No. Well, I figured, you know, we did the reenactment. Mm-mm. I got to punch it up a little. Anyway, no? we are your hosts and we're glad you can join us. Anyway, we do have a, a what I hope is a great show for you today, <laughs> folks, because uh, we will be discussing, if you didn't already gather this, the 2019 holiday film last Christmas. I gave you my heart. The, well, you know, I shouldn't sing if we're <laughs> trying to not put it in the trailer. It's going to say the very next day. You gave all our money away um, when the copyright lawsuit <laughs> came through. Uh, and for anyway. anyone who held out hope to uh, win Whamageddon, I'm sorry. Well, you know, I honestly didn't think that was a thing. Really? Yeah. But anyway, back to back to our topic on hand. Um, we do have spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen Last Christmas, please be aware that we will be talking about major plot points. So pause us, watch the film, and then come back to listen to our discussion. But if you are playing Whamageddon, um, you may want to listen to this or watch the movie after December 24th. I started the music early. That's okay. Is it on loop this time? Yes. <laughs> if you can't tell, this is recording number... <laughs> I don't even know. No, no, no. That's okay. Um, yeah, so... Were you seriously going to be doing Whamageddon? I had tried. I do it every year. I, I even working in retail, it would be like whenever like we would know the tracks that would come up, we would know when it was in line. When I worked at a record store, so we'd put earplugs in. Interesting. Yeah, it was. It was just a fun thing we did to get through the holiday season. So I try every year. Just you know, history. Yeah, but we've already failed. Well. Yeah, because we we had we, you played the trailer for I, me. I, I I understand that. Um, but but there might be hope because I actually looked on Wikipedia, and according to Wikipedia, because you know everything on the internet is true. <laughs> <laughs> Insert evil laugh here. Um, only the original version of the song counts. So because you know, well, I didn't sing it with background music, and we didn't hear the full song. That 
maybe you're still okay. You know, the folks listening to us are fine, but I'm sure thanks to you and your love for this song, I will fail if I have not failed already. Well, okay. See, there's another like backdoor thing here because there's a different version called Wham Hunter. Oh no. And this is where you can get a point when you hear the song. Oh no. So that could be a better version no, to play. No, no, what? no, because you would what? have it on Come loop on. and you wouldn't have anything else playing and you wouldn't play it through your speakers. And if you did play it through your speakers, you would sing it. And you know what? If you want to do that, dear, I love you. And you can. Fine. I love you. You'll win. You'll get so many points. Just, 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 can you, all I want, all I want <laughs> this Christmas. And there, there's just only one thing I need. I don't care about the presents under the Christmas tree. All I want for Christmas is variety. Really? (laughs) Really? Did you go there? Maybe it'll be a fantasy to throw in some all I want for Christmas. Maybe with a little bit of... What is this? Mariah Carey versus... Santa baby. Versus um, George Michael? No, like that. that's kind of... That would be such a hard battle. (laughs) Anyway. Although, I mean, it might be torturous to just literally play... Last Christmas followed by All I Want for Christmas followed by Last Christmas and just alternating them. I think I might go crazy. Well, you gave me an idea there. Anyway. Is that how you're going to get what you... (laughs) I'm so in trouble now. Anyway. Okay. um, Enough of that. Let's go ahead and uh, get back to the show and start a discussion of Last Christmas, shall we? Yes. Okay. So... Universal Studios released Last Christmas on November 8th, 2019, and I've wanted to see it ever since the trailer came out, like two years ago. Um, But I don't know, we were traveling, so we didn't get to see it, and then, well, COVID, so yeah. Anyway, I was happy when Kimberly said it was available to buy, and so we finally were able to watch it. It's been available to buy for a little bit. What do you mean? It's just, it's nothing. Yeah. I don't know these things. I don't know when things come out and when they're available to buy. I had to lean on you for that. I love you. This was available before now, and we're just doing it now? So let's go right into the the good, the bad, the cute, uh, and the unicorn poop. No, because you have to read the summary from Google. Oh, okay. Well, what? don't know if this is going to sound good in movie theater voice. Uh, no, you have to do it in a different voice or your normal voice. You what? know what? what? What voice do you want here? Um, I don't know. Whatever you know, what with. it's it's the holidays, and one of the weirdest holiday things was that tickle me Elmo. Remember how they were oh like dropping it goodness. out of like balloons or whatever, and like giving it to people. Yes, I think I think this needs to be done in Elmo. Oh no! <clears throat> I apologize in advance to our listening audience. Elmo says nothing seems to go right for young Kate, a frustrated <laughs> Londoner oh who works as an elf in a year-round Christmas shop. But things soon take a turn for the better when she meets Tom, a handsome charmer who seems too good to be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As the city transforms into the most wonderful time of the year, Tom and Kate's growing attraction turns into the best gift of all. A tide romance. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I need a sip of water. <laughs> oh my God. That actually is better than the than the movie theater voice. In a so, world where uh, no, 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 seems to no. go right. We're we're not going there. So anyway, um I love, love, love holiday rom coms. Like I, I just I just love it. 
So anyway, um, okay. So a little bit more background about the music. Uh, the music. Music George Michael. <laughs> yes, the music of George Michael. But no, for the movie, um, it's 2017, and Kate works at a Christmas shop, as Elmo said. Um, a year ago, <laughs> a year ago, Kate had an issue with her heart and almost died. She had a heart transplant, and now she's lost, afraid to live, and in the process, she wrecks the relationships her relationships with friends and family. So she meets Tom and he's the only person that makes her feel like she exists. And so she starts doing things for others, you know, plays matchmaker for Santa volunteers at the local homeless shelter. She even puts on a Christmas show to raise money for the shelter. And then she goes ahead in the midst of this mends her relationships with her friends and family. So, she finds her voice again because she was apparently a singer and she lost that that drive to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, right, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the cute. Unicorn poop. Yeah, you can do that. Unicorn poop. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> the good. Let's start with the good. Okay, go for it. Um, for me, mm-hmm. the music of George Michael was the one that really like it really pulled me into this movie. That's why I wanted to see it. Cause I love, love George Michael. No, oh, before we even started recording, we were testing microphone levels and ended up singing. Cause I got a happy. I'm just going to point out my wife has a beautiful voice and I just sound like glass being I... scratched across a chalkboard. No, no, that's not true. Or so, nails. Anyway. Um, yes. George Michael, my boy. I remember in the, in the Philippines, we would have like big family gatherings and, you know, we would we would have, like, these talent showcases, so all of the cousins would, like, you know, do a song or whatever, right? And at the time that we did this, one one year I remember specifically George Michael's Careless Whisper was, like, number one. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to sing this song, not knowing really what the song lyrics <laughs> meant. So I was singing that, and, you know, my... The way I sing lyrics, it probably was the long, wrong lyrics anyway, so it didn't matter. But yes, I remember singing George Michael. This is where I just go, thank you, Apple Music, because the lyrics come up in the app. <laughs> I know, it's with, the best And all invention. I'll hear in the, middle of, in the middle of her singing is, oh, those weren't the right words. And then she just keeps singing. <laughs> it is the cutest thing ever. <sighs> but I, I loved George Michael's music, but I do have a follow-up. How many of these... Like get together. Did you do this every week with your family? It was usually every week, but then it was it was bigger for like for birthdays and whatnot. Okay. So, Did you sing any any of George Michael's later songs? No, because I was already here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just curious how far down the line because his songs got a little more interesting. For <laughs> I know, no. By the time by the time like Faith came out, I was already here. So okay, yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So, aside from the music, I think the cast here... The Mother of Dragons. Shit, like, every time that I see her now, that's all I think about. Oh, the Mother of Dragons! <laughs> I don't remember her Amelia name. Clark but Amelia Clark is amazing. There you go. Um, but yeah, so, yes. She really was, I thought, she showed a lot of range here from, you know, trying to be just... She wasn't sure what was wrong. She just wanted to to run away, it seemed like. She wasn't happy. And then, you know, the transformation, at least for me, I was able to just connect with that character and how she played it throughout the film. It's Amelia Clark. Uh, I mean, no, I I, I agree with you. It's just... (laughs) It's like, 
I, I enjoy it right watching. There. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know when you just you just know that like you're gonna see. It's like watching Meryl Streep. You just know you're gonna get something amazing. Mm-hmm. When I watch Amelia Clark, I know I'm gonna get the best performance that she can give me, even though it's not a film that you would. Yeah, I, I I know that she will stand out. Okay, she's great. Yeah, she is. And, and so, she's quirky and she's funny and she, yes. she her comedic timing is very good and her voice is beautiful. Yes, it is. So, and I didn't actually knew, know that she she actually sang. So it was it was a treat to see that. It was the first time I've seen her sing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the the character opposite her is Tom Tom Golding as Tom <laughs> Henry. Oh, sorry, Henry Golding as Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's called looking to your notes to the right and not reading them properly. <laughs> We've all been there. Yes, because I saw it really quickly. Um, sorry, Henry Golding as Tom. <clears throat> Isn't he just like so adorable and you just wanted to hug him? He is. And, you know, consensual hugging. Uh, yes. Um, he actually, he was in um, A Simple Favor. And that's where I I recognized really? him from. Yes. And you actually did a written review for it when we saw it. Oh, God. I did it eons ago. If I I still have it, I'll put it on the the website. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, we should put that in the show notes page. But if if you don't have it anymore, maybe we can do a podcast. Well, we do have a master spreadsheet where people put requests on and everything else. So you can feel free to go into our request. our master Excel spreadsheet that we do where we lay out our shows for the year, blogs and everything, and feel free to put it in there. Okay. I can never find it though. I don't know. Are I, you serious? It's in our Google Drive folder. I, you know, I, I anyway, have a problem with we're, Google. We're just going to go right back to yes. the show. Anyway, um, <laughs> who else? Oh, Michelle Yeoh. Ooh. As Santa. Cranky Santa. She good. She <laughs> yeah. was good. Um, and... I actually um, didn't remember this until I did the rewatch that she was also in Gunpowder Milkshake. Oh, right. So she was so like, good. She was one of the bad. Meep. I'm delayed. Yeah. Um, yes, but she was one of the aunts who yeah. just so butt. good. Yes, yes. And you know the fact that here she's like a very stoic character, but she's a big softy inside. I was just, I just love that. Well, I mean, Santa is a big softy. Yes, but but Santa in this film is very like she she had a very hard exterior, or it seemed like it at first glance. But she really is a big softy, and she she understands Kate's character more so than than even Kate realized. For me, it was more the outside looking in. It is it is sometimes. It is easier for me to see, not understand, but to see how somebody else's actions are affecting them mm-hmm. because I'm not a part of it. So I can see how like action A has a result of Z. Okay. So it's more, it's more uh, uh, objective. Yes. And then there's Emma Thompson as Kate's mother, Petra. <sighs> she was hysterical. <laughs> I love that accent. Especially when she, you know, was... We're going to sing a Christmas song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know that was actually one of my cues. I'm like, oh my goodness. I really wanted how to sing that just uh. so I could wake you up and be like, honey, I'm going to sing a traditional Christmas song. 
Yeah. <laughs> or when she was she was saying that, uh, uh, or maybe it was one of her daughters who said the 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 curse word, and you know they they translated it to English, and she kept saying that that word. I don't remember. You don't remember that word, and I I can't say it, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna okay, go there. Okay, so go there. Um, but yeah, and I didn't realize actually that she was she wrote co-wrote the the the, the script. She was working on it with uh, George Michael before his. Um, she collaborated with yeah, yeah before he passed away. Yeah, so I'm like, oh look at that, that's cool. I I thought so. So I'm like, I can just see her like you know writing writing the the dialogue and like laughing hysterically. Um, and then you know th- something that I always love to see Patty Lapone was there as a as a cameo. Was she? Are you serious? Yeah. I- Oh my goodness! She was one of the customers when we first enter the the Santa store. Yep. Nope. Missed it. Uh, okay. No, I'm I'm being honest. I missed it. <laughs> but I'll have to go back through it. I mean, we bought it. Yes. So. Yes. So anyway, any other good characters that you want to highlight? No, I mean it was a well-rounded cast. Okay. All right. So let's move on to then uh, some other good stuff. Um. Okay. So for me, I love the fact, again, I mentioned this before, I love, love, love that it's a holiday rom-com. It's just so cute. I love rom-coms. I I don't negate them at all. Sometimes for me, holiday rom-coms seem to just add that extra cheese factor. Of course, it's a holiday rom-com. But it's just sometimes it's so sweet that I feel like I need to go to the dentist. Oh, come on. Look, I love holiday rom-coms. I'm not saying I don't like, don't like, you get the point. I enjoy them. <laughs> I, I I very much liked Happiest Season. Oh yeah, that was a you good know, film. There are holiday, I love the Santa Claus too. I don't know why. I just do. The Santa Claus too? Really? Yeah, I know. Emma Daughter's Drug Band Christmas. Mm. <gasps> you have never seen Emmett Otter's Drug Band Christmas? Nope. Oh, you're going to be watching it this month? <laughs> Oh no, I shouldn't have said anything. Anyway. <laughs> but I do I do like holiday movies. I do like holiday rom-coms, but sometimes I just feel and you have to admit there are some that just put so much it's just so heavy-handed or it's just so bleh. I, okay. But well, I guess I could be with any film. But we, anyway, we will we will agree to disagree. Really? Yes. I'm surprised. Yes. Okay. So anyway, uh any other good before we go to the themes? Well, you had said you love the idea of the, the, in passing, you had mentioned the secret garden. Yeah, I did. Um, and I, I found that, to me, that reminded me of Notting Hill. Mm. And they go into that little hidden garden that's for the people that live in the townhouse. Yeah. So that was what it reminded me of. Yeah. I mean, to me, the, that symbolizes, you know, the, the best things in life are free, right? And that, you know, there's some, some really great things just hidden in plain sight. And when you find them, it's just like, ooh, yay. Again, another aspect of the holiday rom-coms that I really like. So we're going to go right into themes. Now. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I don't know how to add to that. You, Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So for me, one of the themes that really stuck to me, to me? I, I guess. <laughs> is that, you know, second chances are rare. And that when, when you do have second chances, you should try to make the most of it. Yeah, I agree. Right? Because um, you never know that you, you know, if it'll it'll come back or if you'll have another. But 
And, and for me, one of the things, I know you made it a separate point, but I think they go hand in hand. Second chances are rare and you should make the most of it, but you also need to take that second chance to allow yourself to heal physically, mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. um, and give yourself a second chance. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that they, they go together very, very well. And I, I do admit this film did do that well. They did showcase that kind of theme. Yeah. Cause I mean, it, you know, yes, it is a little far-fetched and this is part of the bad later on, but it's, it's rare that you could get a heart transplant like really quickly. Right. It, that, that was just serendipitous for the story, obviously. Yeah. Right. To move it forward. Um, but she, she was not really doing anything after that, after that. She was struggling she was with struggling, everything. Right. Because remember, it's also, not only did she, you know, survive this and she's having this massive trauma, uh, traumatic surgery because it is really, I mean, things like that are very hard on your body. And then now take the idea that someone had to die for you to live. Right. That type of guilt um, again, I don't know if that's what the character felt, but in my mind, I imagine that being a part of her. Well, she did say in the in the in the movie that you know it, something didn't feel like her own, right? Mm-hmm. She got someone else's heart. So it's again that symbolism of her heart was taken from her, mm-hmm. right? And then now something else is there, and she had to figure out how to incorporate that within herself. Right. And, and try to find other things that she used to love and try to find that same passion for it. So it's, it, that's why I'm, I'm like, oh, it, it, it's the heart. It's, it's every, it's, it's all, it's, it's a lot of figurative as well yes. as literal. Yes. That's why I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so give yourself time to heal because, and, and forgive. Um, forgive yourself. Yeah. So, um, what other themes do we have here? Well, you actually have family dynamics are complicated in some ways, but in others, it's simple love and acceptance. Yeah. Because, um, her sister, right? Um, Marta and Alba, they're a lesbian couple and they did not, um, lesbian pudding. I don't know. You have it (laughs) written here. Lesbian pudding. Yes. Because, um, yes, because Emma Thompson said that. And it, it just cracked me up when she said that lesbian pudding, like, oh, so, you know, the, the fact that Marta was hiding part of herself from her family who are very conservative, right? They're from the old world. And she did not want to put her relationship in, in a tenuous situation, right? Because she was not open to her family. Yeah. And then towards the end of the film, they they were and they the the family specifically Emma Thompson's character did accept them and you know and that's life is too short well it can be simple it can be simple i didn't it doesn't say doesn't mean it always is right um it is a holiday rom-com after all yeah so but the torment and the discomfort and the stress she's putting upon herself because she's so concerned about what her family will think about her girlfriend and her, her sexuality. Yeah. It's true and it's important. Yeah. Because it, you know even in that fam- family dynamic, right? Um Kate was the she was the star of the family, mm-hmm. right? Even though um 
even though Marta actually became a lawyer and followed in her father's footsteps, she just she didn't seem like it, she was good enough. Right? Well, I don't, I don't know if it was that. I didn't pick up on that. I always felt that it was because Kate was the sickly one. So they constantly had to focus on Kate and, and Marta really could take care of herself. So unfortunately, sometimes you focus on the one who needs more help because they're sickly. I mean, that could be, but the way I, the way I received it when watching the film was, you know, she was, she was a really great singer in the church, uh, Kate was, Mm -hmm. and, and then, you know, she had the the illness, right? But it seemed like they always focused on her because she was doing all of these things that her mother put more importance on. Maybe. So. I didn't receive it that way, but mm -hmm. I, you know, I can see that. Yeah. And. Speaking of Petra, right, it was very hard for her to let go of the past. It's She was stuck in the past. I mean, literally, when you were saying you know, she was singing a, a Christmas song, <laughs> she was lamenting. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, or it sounded like she was lamenting. Um, but she was also afraid to be deported, right? She was always afraid that someone was going to just take her he- because they had to flee their home country, mm-hmm. right? from persecution and she's afraid that they were going to do that again. So she was always afraid of what would happen. So I'm like, you know, she just needed to let go of the past and, but I can see how, how she can't, I can understand it. I can understand it too. Um, but you know, living in it day in and day out also hinders you. So you have to accept that this is, this is the new, this is the new world and then it is okay. It's a better life than what you had and actually live in the moment rather than constantly worry about the past or the future. Hmm. I have nothing intelligent to add to that. <laughs> okay. All right. It's like I'm thinking in my head, what can I say that would sound really smart? Um, you don't need to say anything like that. You just need to say what you think. I want to sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> you do I, sound I, smart No, you, you have a very, you have excellent, Valid points, and I've I really, you know, when um, certain conversation, someone says something so eloquently and perfectly, and it's exactly what you kind of want to say, but the other person has already said it, so you're just like, yep, okay, mm-hmm. it's like I feel like I'm in the Muppet Show, uh huh, uh huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep, 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 telephone, telephone. That's usually how I feel because uh-huh. you you you'll always say something that I've already like that I'm still just forming the <laughs> thought for. So, but anyway, okay. Um, any other themes? Soulmates will find each other. That's what you have here. Tom, quote. Do you have, you don't have anything? You, you have, Tom, quote, take care of my heart. It was always going to be yours one way or another. I actually put that there for you. Oh. Because you always talk about soulmates. And I'm like, all right. I had it. Hmm, I love this line. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you, you take care of my heart because it was always going to be yours. Mm-hmm. And I do talk about soulmates a lot. I, I do. Um, I do believe in it. I, I know that sounds silly and some people make fun of me for it. Um, I do believe in soulmates. I do believe you're my soulmate. We met in a completely different state. <laughs> found each other anyway. And found each other anyway. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, it, it wasn't like I went to the same high school as the person or we went to the same college. You came from another country. You lived in California, then you lived in Kentucky, then you lived in California, then you lived in, you know, you've been a lot of places and you ended up in New York and we met in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. (laughs) So 
I love this line. I do believe in soulmates. I do believe that you were meant to have my heart and I was forever meant to be your partner in life for the rest of my life, which is why we have to go out like the notebook because I ain't surviving without you. <laughs> anyway, okay. But yes, I, I like that you put that point in there. Um, but can I slip right into the bad? You've been waiting to slip into the bad this whole time, but so go ahead. No, it because it kind of... It kind of goes with this. It, I don't want to say it's a huge bad, but I'm just going to, you know, go right into the... I'm so sorry. Bad section. Mm-hmm. It felt weird, this relationship. It felt weird. Like, you're basically, think about it, she's kissing air. Yeah. It's weird. It's it's basically she's, fall, look, she's falling in love with herself. Okay? Let's think about that. I'm 100% behind loving yourself for who you are, accepting who you are, living your truth. I am 1 million percent behind that. This just felt odd to me. Okay. Because she's visualizing a man who is, I, I guess, represents her perfect mate or her soulmate. Maybe. And basically saying, you're my soulmate and taking that line that I do love you're my soulmate. My heart was going to be yours, but guess what? I'm dead. So you have it physically, but you'll never have love with me. But it is the thing that gives her the second chance. It's holiday rom-com. Exactly. Cheese. Ah, I love cheese. It's just, it's, it's hard. It's hard for me. (laughs) I literally kept looking at you going, really? Ah, and I'm like, just, just watch it. Just watch it. Stop it. Look, literally, (laughs) Okay, because this is my section. Uh, I figured out the entire film from the trailer. And you kept looking at me going, no, you're wrong. And I literally went, last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And the very next day, you gave it away. Literally, Kate is given his heart and the very next day she starts drinking and she's on a downward spiral because she's quote giving it away because she is losing herself and it's about (laughs) finding herself again after something like that i literally told you i said oh i bet you the guy's dead and he gave her a heart and you like smacked me in the shoulder (laughs) you're like stop it Yes, because I like the journey. No, you, it was from Not, the trailer. The film I wasn't understand. even out yet. That's, oh, I wanted to see the movie to see how they would put it together oh, and present it. It was. I wanted to see the ride. I wanted look, to go on the ride. It was so predictable. So predictable. Yes, I understand that. Normally, and I was like, able to just suspend my disbelief and just not even think about that. How did you manage to do that? I really am curious. How did you manage to suspend disbelief that far? Because I wanted to see how the characters develop and what road they took. That's just me. I would have given you the lyrics to last Christmas and I would have told you where the <laughs> Really? Really? Think about it. Last Christmas, because she got her heart last Christmas... I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it away because she went on the downward spiral, guilt-induced, not giving the second chance, not taking care of herself. Not like, okay, this year, to save me from tears, I'm going to give it to someone special, myself. Just saying. Are you done? Am I wrong? I didn't say you were wrong. I'm I curious, just, though. Am, am I wrong? No, I didn't say that. And I don't think that you are. And it's just the way, it's just the way our brains actually work, right? 
I'm more, okay, don't tell me. I don't want to figure it out. I just want to enjoy the ride. And you're like, oh, no, 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 no. That can't happen. <laughs> it's like clinical. I'm like, no. It's no. not clinical. No, I mean, I'm not trying to be clinical. I'm just, it was really, really predictable. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was going to happen in happiest season. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. It was the way it was. It just, and it was, yes, come on. I know, I know. It, if, if nobody folks if you if you could just see her she is just she is being totally italian right now talking with her hands hey <laughs> i want you to know i was sitting down for the entire good like i was like laying back in my chair like yeah here comes again and then now that we're talking about the bad and then we're gonna go to the cute i'm like sitting upright my hands are wildly moving yes that's why i'm like all right let's let's just move on hi it was far-fetched yes we mentioned that okay are you okay with the bad? Anything else that you want to, to expound upon here? No. No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. So I think. Let's 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 then go to the cute, okay. shall we? Amelia Clark dressed as an elf. I know that was she was dressed as an elf like almost the entire movie. No, she's adorable. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, I would be cold. Um, what else? In the doctor's office where uh, uh, Mother Petra is like, oh, she's drinking, you know, gallons and gallons of alcohol or whatever it was. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, my gosh. They're... So she's trying to downplay, you know, what she's doing to herself. And her mother is like over-exaggerating everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, wow. It's like it's like you and me when, we, when we're trying to tell someone, no, she's really not doing that. I guess she is. That's kind of like us at the doctor's office because I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, the pain isn't that bad. And you're like, she's sitting down and she's crying in pain and she can't move and the world is ending. And I'm like, well, it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> exactly like that. We do that often. Um, for me, one of the cute was the when the homeless, was they were auditioning for the parts mm-hmm. and they were having that the audition. Um, it, was, it was so cute to me that some of the homeless uh, folks, the characters actually were really good singers or musicians or any and and all of that, right? So it's it's like finding a, several diamonds in the rough, and they and were you, all wrapped up in lights too. Well, for the for the for the show for the show, yeah. But the fact that you know that's another that's another theme of you know, you can't really judge a book by its cover. You really don't know someone, you're right? Mm-hmm. You you don't know what their strengths and and you don't know what anybody's story is. Anybody yeah. in any given day walking next to you could be going through any number of emotions in any number of situations, and maybe the, just the smile of you saying hello or good morning or whatever could change the entire path of yeah. their day. Absolutely, and just be compassionate. Yeah, be a compassionate human being. Um, let's see what else. <laughs> the family dinner. Uh, well, yeah, you've you've already <laughs> mentioned that several times. Hey. There was tiramisu at the dinner. That uh, was enough to make me want to raise my rating. Creamy tiramisu? Yeah. Yeah. Now I want tiramisu. Can we get tiramisu later? Yes, we can. Okay, thank you. Yes, we can. Um, the banter between the cops. I mean, literally good cop, bad cop. I mean, you know, we first see them when they come to the uh, Christmas shop, right? Because the Christmas shop was broken into. Mm-hmm. And then later when um, Kate is singing in front of the homeless shelter singing for the first time. And, you know, they were like, all right, is this a nuisance now? And the one cop is saying, yeah, just, yeah, it's Christmas. Let it be. You know, look the other way. And then they just continue their banter. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's funny is every time I see that, because I, we, had, we had seen Happiest Season before we saw mm-hmm. this, even though this came out first, I kept thinking about 
um, the scene where the mall cops are like, they got a spotlight on her face and the mall cops are like, why'd you take the necklace? Yeah. And then they flip up the lights and it's the rec room and they're eating lunch. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that that's, that's really cute. Um, I thought you would, you would actually appreciate that when, when in the scene where it was Kate and her mom, right? Kate actually broke the fourth wall and she looked straight at the camera when her when her mom was saying oh they're they're going to they're going to get me because it's it's the poles and the expression of of uh Kate her facial expression at that moment made us both laugh out loud well cuz again it's <laughs> she it, it's like you, it's like you could feel her pain. It's like yeah. you feel like you're already, you know, you're you're making this breakthrough and then she says something like that and then it just puts you right back yeah, into square it's zero. Like 10 steps forward <laughs> and 50 steps back. And yeah. And it's always when dealing with a parent. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure that it's going to be our niece's nephews dealing with us soon. Yes. So I'm I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I just want to put, you know, secret cameras and follow my my nephew and niece around when they're with us and see if we get that same expression. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Which we probably will. Yeah. And then the the only other cute that I can think of, and um, I don't know if it was you who who first saw it, but on the bench dedication, Mm -hmm. it actually did say uh, Tom Webster, right? 1986 to 2016. Look up. When I was thinking about 2016, that's when George Michael died. And so I was thinking that that was, you know, some kind of uh, tribute to him. I also just want to point out that when she actually looks up, a bird poops on her face. Well, you know, that's good luck. What? Are you serious? (laughs) No, that's what they say in the movie. Yeah, but I'm saying, I thought that was just for, like, there's this serious, like, thing that people think being pooped on is good luck. I I'm not sure. I'm just quoting the movie. Does anybody know if this is really supposed to be? We need to ask our our social medias. Yeah, well, I mean, I know that you know they say that walking under ladders is bad luck, mm-hmm. but it's not really bad luck. It's the fact that something could fall on you if you're walking underneath a ladder, and so they they tell you not to do that by saying it's bad luck. So that people follow it more. I'm also curious how many people can walk under a ladder because the ladders that I see have those like horizontal crossbars. So if I'm being my not, height, try to walk you under know that, what? I'm going to hit them. What? I'm being not, rational. Not everybody is five nine, baby. <laughs> I walk under their ladder and I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> but then again, I'm five two. If anybody understands or knows, um, I'm going to look online. But if if anybody. Um, knows the superstition behind bird poop being good luck i would love to hear about it i'm yeah. sure sheila would as well yeah um so we'd love to hear from you because i don't i don't i have to google this i don't know i don't know either so are there any other cute uh not for me no. any other good any other bad any other unicorn poop i don't know do you have any other bad because you usually think about it i'm so sorry i i would say no all right, so that's our discussion of last Christmas. And now it's time for our Forever Fangirls rating. A drum roll, please. All right, we rate last Christmas 3.5 stars. Yay! Happy spouse, happy house. Oh, come on. She, look, look, Sheila wanted to see it, so therefore, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> it's, look, it was cute. Um, it was just extremely predictable for me. 
I love the George Michael references and music. I love the acting. I just wanted more from it. it and it's a holiday rom-com. It's supposed to be cheesy. And that's why I loved it. I I'm loved lactose it. I loved intolerant. It. Oh, come on. <laughs> and, you know, you mentioned it, but this the scenes that had, you know, prominently um, had George Michael's songs, or Wham! songs for that matter, um, you know, it, it just made it more poignant for me. Because I guess it's George Michael and he, he's my boy. But yeah, I, how could you go wrong with that? Plus, they had an, a, a previously unreleased song as part of the soundtrack. So, you know, how can you go wrong with that? How indeed. Oh, come on. Anyway, that is going to be our show for today, folks. Uh, what? Uh, anyway, go ahead. Well, we, we are running long. Okay, I know fine. people, you know, our audience come has on, mentioned fine. they want longer episodes, but there's long and then there's this. Okay, fine. So... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Even though the wheels fell off this bus of an episode, hey, I think in the very too, beginning. Yeah, come on. Um, were there any key points that we should have discussed? Have you seen the film? Do you want to see the film after hearing um, our ratings and review? Let us know by leaving us a voicemail via speakpipe.com forward slash forever fangirls podcast. As always, uh, if you're listening to this episode, hit the little subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you want to give us a rating, we would absolutely love that. And until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, as Kate says, we are so lucky to be alive. We are lucky to be able to help each other in little ways and in big ways. The reason we are so lucky is because helping each other is, in fact, what makes us happy. And that is all. Because I gotta have faith. Oh, I got a head.